I have to ask because everybody always asks about what you wear under your kilt. I don't know. How warm are your hands? This is Frisky North of 60, your show about love, love and, and dating, dating in, in the, the North. north. I'm your host, Karen McCall, and I'm joined by co-host Jordan Patrick. We're recording in Whitehorse, Yukon, north of the 60th parallel. Where it's winter seven whole months of the year. You need to find someone to keep you warm, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Today, we're going to look at online dating, specifically the app with the most number of people on it, Tinder. And uh, Karen and I, before we recorded this, we went through my profile and swope or swiped, depending on what terminology you like to use, through uh, my Tinder profile. And so what we're going to do today on our podcast is we're going to look at my profile, get some uh, key t- like some observations from Karen on that, and uh, then we're going to kind of go over our key takeaways of what we noticed when we went through the lengthy number of potential candidates to date in the North. Yeah. All right. Let's get into it. Um, And in in a previous episode, you had you'd kind of been you'd asked me what I thought about typos. And and you said, oh, they're like a huge turnoff or something. And then we laughed because your profile said, "Um, I'm looking for a deep, meaningful, deep relationship. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> says the teacher. <laughs> says the teacher. But in your in your defense, um, we you had made that profile for my like for this activity that you didn't have that up for like weeks or anything. I know. So I was very <laughs> defensive. It was scrambled together last minute. But other it was it was but good description. And um, yeah, you had a good variety of photos. You have a photo of you um, doing a few things you like to do. There's one of you in a canoe. Uh, there's one of you fat biking on Lake Labarge in the spring. Fat biking is those tires or those bikes with the really fat tires so you can ride on snow and ice. Very popular up here. Um, you also had a photo of you brewing beer and uh, you had your shirt off. And I know you, you felt a little bit like unsure about the shirt off photo. Yeah, I mean, in the small town, I didn't know how that might land for people. Um, but and especially after going through your uh, Tinder swipes and hearing your reaction to, you know, uh, men in various, uh, various degrees of, of clothing, you know, or dis- undress. Uh, yeah. Undress, yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't think I use that photo anymore. Um, yeah, you took it out. But I, I mean, I think it's more like the taste. Like if it's insinuating like, hey, ladies, I'm going to take my shirt off. Then I've, I personally, it's not my preference. But I found yours tasteful. But uh, yeah, I think just after our discussion, maybe you were just like kind of yeah. on the fence about yeah. it. You know, men take their shirts off when they're brewing beer. I guess that, you know, <laughs> at least in Kelowna because it's so hot. Because it's so hot in Kelowna, B.C. Usually. Uh, there's also a photo of you playing the bagpipes. Got to put that you one do. Um, and um, you said bagpipes always brings up interesting. Dis- it's a good conversation starter or like icebreaker, I guess. Or like ender. You, or ender. <laughs> yeah, it's like, oh, God. <laughs> but um, I have to ask because everybody always asks about what you wear under your kilt. I don't know. How warm are your hands? I don't. I don't. What, what does that actually mean? Like, the if my hands are cold, I'm gonna put. A, I'm gonna put mitts on. Well, no. It's more like. Well, you want to find out 
I have to explain oh. this to you, Karen. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think you broke Oops. our microphone. I did. <laughs> um, oh, okay. I give full credit to that one to my pal Ian. Mm. What are you wearing under your... Like, so, like, check it out for yourself kind of thing? Yeah, you know, just... You have to have quick zingers on those ones. Because right. people come up to you and they're just, like, being inappropriate. And you didn't ask for them. You didn't invite that. They think they have a right to because you're wearing a different piece of clothing. You know, if... Um, you know, one of my friends was walking around wearing a turban. You wouldn't go and approach them and make some sort of uh, sexually inappropriate comment. And if you this did, that would be very like very racist thing to do. Um, so, in it, you know, I'm wearing a kilt, and people just assume that that's okay. And you it's know, what, most of the time, I just like I just roll with it. But um, you know, having a bunch of quick quips mm-hmm. to throw back at them. Like, you know, like ask I, me again. Um, so are you traditional under there? I don't know. Ask your mom. You see what I mean? Like, and if the, and I win, if they're like, uh, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. Okay. So think right. twice before. But on the first one, I like how you like, well, match like sexual inappropriateness with further sexual inappropriateness by how warm are your hands? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. I mean, it's it's all about humor, really. People are coming to you; they're they're trying to be funny. And yeah. Usually, when I'm wearing a kilt, I'm usually in the mood to be playful. So. Right. Yeah. Good. Yes, but I understand that that question would get tiresome. But I felt like if I didn't ask it, people are gonna like message us or something. So, so good, Karen. <laughs> I know where your head's at now. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anything else to say on your profile? I mean, I think I gave it st- a thumbs up. Um, yeah, yeah, you were very. I was very positive about yeah, it. Yeah, you're very positive. You're very generous with uh, those comments, and I had some great photos taken of me. Um, so, you know, you said I was the art of the selfie master. Yes. Um, and you know, I, I don't know some. I, I don't have a stick, so I guess I do have some skill in that department. But maybe just longer arms. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then we we went to swiping with your Tinder profile. Yeah, and um, what we noticed there almost right away was the the discrepancy between the number of my right swipes and yours. Mm-hmm. And I know you I were was like, jealous. You first one that popped up, you're like, "This is not fair. That's an attractive woman." Right. I'm like, well, yeah, okay. Like, women are easier to look at than men. <laughs> so. You know, maybe it's that a little bit. Maybe. Um, well, maybe we should, I should ask you what, like, what are you looking for on Tinder? What kind of woman are you looking at? Who, who do you swipe right on? Hmm. Well, I mean, if they're beautiful. And I know beauty comes in a lot of different forms, but it's, it's hard in two dimensions, right? So you go with, all right, do I have a clear idea of what this person looks like, looks like and do I like what I see? And then I, if, even if I like what I see, I will always read the profile. And mm. that's me. You know, I think, I don't know. I, I don't want to judge my fellow man harshly here. But I feel like most people when they're on Tinder, they're just going for the f- purely left or right. Um, but you know what? No, I take that back. I think it depends what you're looking for. And if, you're, if you have an idea of what you're looking for um, and it goes beyond just a hookup, then you want to know if the person is also beautiful on the inside and they have some personality and some mm-hmm. depth and maybe it matches up. Like, are they looking for the same thing as you? Hopefully they have something about that. So 
Yeah, the, I think I was having this conversation with friends the other day. Is that, or maybe maybe we talked about it in our last episodes about uh, how about the people that we miss on Tinder are the people who you wouldn't necessarily be attracted to physically until you get to know them, like the people who mm-hmm. maybe you you just have some interactions with in real life um, and their personality or their sense of humor is so great that you find yourself becoming attracted to them, even though on face value, you wouldn't have had that initial attraction. You know, and I think that more people should approach online dating this way that, you know, if you kind of feel like, I don't know, maybe you should swipe right. And if you match, you should meet the person and give them not just one date, but give them a few dates to see if they grow on you because attraction grows, right? Like, you know, I more decreases. If (laughs) if you know you're turned up by someone like trust that intuition. And I know we're not supposed to give advice here, but this is kind of where I'm coming from. And so when I'm using those online tools, um, I could be missing out on meeting great people. And, you know, even if we just become friends like that's fine that's still a great thing to celebrate so i I guess my approach on this has shifted over the years and when you go through a couple rounds on tinder and you see the same people and then maybe you swope left on before or maybe you just have one date and you're like you know what i want to give this person another chance like that's how i'm approaching it it's not out of desperation it's more out of like i'm starting to notice different things now yeah and i think that's a good point we know that tinder is shallow and I actually have some friends who I think are better people than me or one friend in particular who she cannot use tinder because she she just finds it too judgy just to judge a book purely on like a few photos like it actually makes her feel bad using it um and so yeah I mean it is what it is but it just as we've said it's just like another Mm. way of meeting people and in these times even in the Yukon where we're really fortunate that we don't have a lot of COVID cases it seems to be the only way, like unless you're fortunate and you're out and about and you know, you have an excuse to meet someone like. Yeah, because there's not as many events happening right now. So it's even mm-hmm. harder than usual to meet people for and, sure. And if they are, you gotta be like one of the lucky 10 mm-hmm. selected and you know, they're probably already all coupled up. Like unless yeah, it's a single to be honest, I would say like on that note, I find, um, I find Bumble or Hinge, other dating apps, maybe I like actually their formats better in terms of meeting people and creating some sort of meaningful dialogue off the start, Mm. but there's not as many people on them. So we're using Tinder because it's pure quantity, the the numbers of Tinder. That's right. So uh, when we talked about my Tinder uh, experience and I was commenting about um, there's lots of men with fish and animals that they've hunted, but I was really surprised when we went through your Tinder. There was a lot of women also holding dead fish. So I mean, it's not like it's surprising that there's women who fish, of course, but just the amount of people who post photos of that and some of the fish. I remember one of the fish in particular was quite bloody, and I was like, oh my god, yeah. could have cleaned that up a little bit. But the funny thing was, was that you kind of went on this sort of rant I guess for one photo about not a rant sort of you were reflecting because you're vegan and you're like you know could I date someone who eats meat or like fishes and like how would that look if like we got serious and we're sharing meals together and you went on this like lovely sort of thoughtful reflection and then you're like but I'm gonna swipe right on her which I knew because because she was a very like conventionally attractive woman and anyway so yeah, I don't yeah. know if you ended up talking to her or not. But. A lot of dead fish. I'm not a I'm not a like ethical vegan, as they say. You know, um, I eat plants because it's really healthy for me. However, 
um, people change, right? So that's kind of where I think I'm coming from now is I see a photo of someone, they're standing over a dead animal, you know, um, that's how they spend their free time. It might not match up with how I spend my free time and that's fine. Like mm-hmm. people do their thing, they do, they do them and I do me. Right. You know, and you could eat your caribou and I'll eat my kale salad. <laughs> I was trying to think of the tofu version of carib- caribou, like, you know, tofurkey or something, but I don't think there is. Not that soy replaces meat, but anyway, it does. that's an It's aside. a substitute. Well, yeah, but it's also quite processed. Anyway, I like the kale salad version better. <laughs> or a moose kale salad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what else stood out to you in looking at, like, was there any patterns? And Well, there's always once in a while, there's always, like, another kind of fish or fishing. Mm-hmm. There, there's, like, bots. There's there's oh, people yeah, that, like, like, whoa, why have I not noticed this person in town? Mm-hmm. Because they don't exist in town. They are literally just, um, like, someone fishing to... Uh, he'd try to get money out of you. So there's like these automated responses. And um, and then, you know, once you've interacted enough, then I guess a person takes over. So, you know, just warning to those out there, if you if you um, if you fall for it, well, tough luck, man. Like, like, don't give your like credit card some. number out. <laughs> yeah. Like if it's good to, too good to be true, it probably is. Or even your phone number. Exactly. Uh, yeah, and, uh, right. you know, I mean, we all come to this um, online dating with different uh, different degrees of experience and if you're new to all of this online dating especially in the north like you know just take your time to uh, you know before giving any sort of private information be a responsible digital citizen all right enough of a tangent there so one other thing that or another thing that came up was dating coworkers because of course it's a small pool of people and so we talked about how we see people we, we know on there and you're a teacher so you have a sort of I guess a greater pool of coworkers so that is that a hard no for you when you see a coworker not necessarily like if it's I I think I've shifted a little bit on this one too it, it just really depends on my connection with that person if I'm just not feeling it then I'm not going to swipe. And even if she swope wrote, swope wrote, swope right on me, um, that that's a nice compliment to see. But um, yeah. But I, you're only going to see that if you also swiped right. Uh, well, no, no. If you have Tinder Gold, you could see who swiped. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. So if so, do you have Tinder Gold? Yeah, I, I tried okay. it out. To okay. Get, and it wasn't just for that. It was. There's other perks you get. You get lots of super likes, you know, that you can really just like show that you find this person really attractive or you really interested in meeting them. Okay, so maybe we should, okay, so Tinder Gold, so that Tinder is free, but then you can upgrade to Tinder Gold. To let you expand your distance as well. So you could could throw in places in BC that you may be frequent or travel to. Right, going on vacation or something, okay. We'd really like to do something like that soon. And, uh, you know, and right now I think in this world that's locked down, people are more than ever starting to think about stuff like relocation. And then they look on enviously at how well the Yukon's doing with its short, So you, you know, could, you could maybe import is what you're saying. I'm expanding horizons. I'm open to possibilities. And I want to say, oh, and the super like, that's just a function on Twitter where basically you click, is it a star or heart or something? And then the person actually like gets a little notification saying like, Jordan super liked you. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. if someone reacts badly to that, well then whatever. Like, right. They don't I think I, cause I have accidentally super liked a couple of guys. Cause I think 
as I'm swiping left, I'll like, or somehow. So I kind of, to be honest, if somebody super likes me, I kind of assume that they actually meant to swipe no on me. <laughs> but maybe that's not so something about my perspective. Or they have poor sense of direction. <laughs> like up is down and left is right. Oh yeah, is that, yeah, you can go up to super like? Yeah. Okay, good oh, to know. And there's, there's a button too. There's like a button. A, but you only yeah. get one a day. Oh, so okay. So people think, oh, like they really chose me. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe, yeah, maybe some people feel like a bit special, you know, because um, oh, we alluded at the beginning that you had more options, but I think you, sw- and okay, let's just say that you, you have this like made up word, you say swope for like the past tense of swipe and I say swiped. So we're just going to point that out so it doesn't confuse people. Uh, but I think you swiped right on 25 women out of the 135 that we went through together. Um, and so I guess it, might make sense that if you super like one, then yeah, they would feel a bit more special. Not that they know that you swiped right on 25, but kind of differentiates. So to come back to what your initial question was, so dating people at work, like that's a whole other topic. And I'm sure that many Yukoners have got a story or two there because it's another way to meet people. And mm-hmm. right now, if you have a workplace or you're connecting on Zoom or whatever, like this might be how you meet people. Mm-hmm. And so if I see somebody at work, it just kind of shows me that they're looking. And so um, I used to have like a hard rule against this. And now it's not out of desperation. It's more just out of like, why not? Like, why do people like you can't handle being around somebody in work mode who you happen to maybe be seeing. I mean, if things go south, if you can handle things well and be responsible adults and communicate, then that's how I feel about that. Right, and as a teacher, you're often not working in direct contact with other teachers that much. Hey, like you have staff yeah. meetings and stuff, but you're not like co-teach, like, no, yeah, it's there's, very some, there's a bit of space yeah, There's that some way. separation. And is there, there clearly isn't a policy at your workplace one way or the other, hey? About dating? Yeah. No, no. I mean, I, rem- I know many teachers who right. have, uh, you know, fallen in love with, you know, another teacher at mm-hmm. the workplace. And if you know someone's on Tinder, then regardless of whether you match on Tinder, as you said, you know they're looking, and you have a chance to interact with them at school. So maybe it's a chance to sort of establish like a real life connection and be like, hey, you want to grab a coffee or whatever exactly. sometime as well. Um, so what other hard nose did you come across? Not other hard nose. I don't know if we've talked about hard nose. What hard nose did you do you kind of come across? And hard nose being something that you'd like almost automatically swipe left on. Um, I mean, I take my time. But if I don't see a person, obviously hard no. If there's no one in the photo, it's just like someone's feet. You know, um, I've seen that around. And I understand some people want to keep their identity confidential and they're just putting it out there that they are maybe non-monogamous or they're maybe um, in an open relationship and they're not ready to maybe share that with the world. And, you know, and I understand the stress and anxiety that maybe comes around doing that, Mm -hmm. but still the desire to have that sort of interaction with others. And so when I see that, it's hard for me to like just go for it mm-hmm. you know um and it i know a lot of people are just looking to see what's online but um for me another hard no um it related to again not having enough of a idea of what the person looks like mm-hmm. is when i just have maybe a close-up shot where i don't have any idea of what they look like from the neck below and they could be they could have a very beautiful face which which will make me like 
paws. But if I don't know what they look like, like they're, 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 they're full body, it's difficult for me to know if I'm attracted or not. So I feel like that's not a hard no either. Right. Yeah. Because you said you're becoming mm. a little bit more open minded with that, but it's definitely something it sounds like that gives you pause. Mm. We talked about um, because I kind of was talking about this, like people who like stick their tongue out in the photo and maybe do like the hang loose or the whatever rock and roll kind of hand gesture or whatever, like mm. duck face photos and that sort of more contrived facial expressions. For me, at this point, like a hard no was also like the party pictures. Mm. You know, like, I mean, I, I'm just looking for something different. Um, so if you're in your 20s, that's probably fine. You know, you're out to have a good time. I know the bars are closed right now, but back when we could party, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you're, uh, you know, that's that's your kind of personality. That's what you're into right now. Um, but when I see women, you know, with beers and doing the like, you know, like rock and roll, hand signal, uh, sign. It, it's to me, it's like, okay, they're not really past that. And mm, that's a hard no for me, mm -hmm. if I'm being honest there. And you have, uh, what's your, so how old are you? 36. Okay. And what's your age range set at? Um, you know, it's kind of wide open. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, because I just want to see who's out there. Mm-hmm. I'm really curious. I, I'm not looking for anything with, you know, someone younger than the age of like maybe 27 because we're likely not going to like beyond just maybe a mutual attraction. Um, there's not going to be much depth. And maybe that's not fair to someone, but, you know, let's face it. Like at that point, you just don't have a lot of life experiences and you're, you're accumulating them. And I have got enough life experience that I'm ready for something better. Like, yeah, you know, something more in line with what I want. If you're in your 20s and listening, you might be kind of offended. But if you're in your 30s and older and you're thinking back to your 20 something year old sense, you're nodding right now. <laughs> you're like, yeah, I wouldn't date myself either. <laughs> <laughs> you also mentioned that you you are interested in having kids one day. So maybe you're not like looking to date someone like a whole bunch older than you because you want to um, be able to be with someone who can have children, presumably. Hmm. I don't know about that one anymore either. <laughs> okay, things change. Things have changed we, since, uh, since... Since we, we talked about this the first <laughs> time. Well, and on that note, actually, we didn't really talk about what you're looking for. Like, like you're looking... Well, I guess we said you're looking for a deep, meaningful, deep relationship. Um, I guess that says it all, right? You're not, you're not on Tinder necessarily for casual dating or one-night stands. No. I mean, all those, those can clearly happen, but you're, you are looking to meet a, a partner of some sort yeah. as the end goal. Yeah, I mean... I think it's great people, if they know what they want, they put it out there very clearly. Like if they don't want kids, that they put it out there. Um, if they want kids, and that's like a hard no for them if someone isn't, like put it out there. Because mm -hmm. it just like saves you the trouble of having mm -hmm. to go through that and like say, oh, this person isn't totally what I'm looking for, but maybe they might change or maybe I might change. Like firm it up, figure out what you want. That's what I did. And like... I realize, like, I think it really depends on the person. I might have a beautiful relationship with someone who doesn't want kids and run that course. And it might change. They might change. Who knows? Um, yeah, I'm open to the idea. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's good. And it is, I think, not so much on Tinder, but on Bumble, there is actually a part where you can say... 
like, do you want kids? Yes, no, maybe. And you can choose whether or not you make mm-hmm. that information public or not. But yeah, de- it's definitely something I've considered when I've gone through. Because mm-hmm. if somebody really wants kids, and I'm like, mm, yeah. So. so I think the next thing, uh, we've gone through all your uh, possibilities, is to find out how many matches you have. So maybe in a future episode, we'll do a little get a, a follow-up of, of how the Tinder experience is working out for you. It's working out great. Okay, great. No, I can give you this feedback right now. Okay. The Tinder experience for me right now, or online dating anyways, um, you know, there's some really beautiful women mm-hmm. um, online who seem to know what they're looking for, and um, they're, they're open to my directness with, like, just tell me what it is you're looking for and if they don't know you know like maybe they'll figure it out Mm. you know I think they're maybe like me open to what um, you know what kind of connection we have right and uh, yeah it's for me it's it's great like I'm I'm going on dates and uh, tinder has been a great tool for me to connect with with different women Mm mm-hmm and it's it's the way right now um, since there's like no events and no bars and I mean well no there are bars that are open but you're not really allowed to go and approach people and just have those kind of right naturally yeah. occurring stay in your bubbles you gotta stay in the bubbles right yeah. you, you know yelling across the bar is not classy in any situation so talking you, moistly is yeah. a major social faux pas now yeah so it's like just staring at someone like the two meter table distance away and just being like, I wish I could talk with you. Bedroom eyes. Yeah. That's also just kind of creepy all the time, but. The bedroom eyes. The bedroom eyes to strangers. Oh, you don't know the bedroom eyes? Oh, no, no. Oh, it's like the I want to sleep with you eyes. I don't know. I mean, I think it's more of a joke than like a real thing. Like the, I want to take you to my bedroom. I mean, I wouldn't even know how to give those, of course. Uh, anyway. If, if you could only see what I'm seeing. <laughs> yeah. listeners, We're like not going to pose a link to like a photo of me giving bedroom eyes. So. <laughs> just just the eyes, like not nothing else. And yeah. we won't say it's you. We won't tag you. <laughs> right. We could just tag like tiger in your eyes. It's true. It's true. I feel I do feel affinity towards tiger. tigers. Okay, Jordan. Well, thanks for uh, sharing so candidly on this episode. And hopefully some of our listeners um, who maybe are on Tinder or not on Tinder, uh, hopefully they got something out of this episode. um, And maybe they can also relate to some of your experiences. Awesome. Thanks for for letting me host myself. (laughs) Stay frisky, folks. Stay frisky. This episode was recorded in Whitehorse, Yukon. Music by Jordan Patrick. Maybe you have feedback or want to be interviewed on this show. Email us, friskynorthof60 at gmail.com. That's friskynorthof60 at gmail.com. Or you can find us on social media.